2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
3: You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated General Grabber ATX. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few? Everything you need to elevate your drive. You can go to TireRack.com slash Dan. That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. You
1: are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
3: It's hour two on this Friday. Dan and the Dan. It's Dan Patrick Show. Come on in. Stay a while. I'm going to try to figure out what the Nets are doing Frank Isola who covers the Nets and the NBA will join us we'll look back on what happened last night we look at the NBA draft I think differently than we do the NFL draft we expect immediate results from the draft picks in the NFL at least in the first couple of rounds in the NBA he's a project not sure where he fits in yet he's only 18 or 19. You got college players, football-wise, coming out that are 22, 23 years of age. That's the big difference. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at Show. In case you're wondering, Traeger Grills fired up. They were fired up yesterday. Overnight, 24-hour brisket. Pulled pork sandwiches, baked mac and cheese. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Tyler... Has been here all night. He had the brisket on the Traeger. And he said, I'm going to stay here and make sure we do it right. Yes, Seaton. Did your dog Winnie stay with him, too? My dog did not. Uh, we brought Winnie home. She has curfew. And uh, we, <laughs> we got her home around 9 fe- o'clock. That feels a little cruel by you. Got to admit. Uh, she was tired. Oh. She was tired. She spends all day here at the Man Cave. She had a busy day yesterday, yes, she too. She did. Yeah, she plays with uh, Penny, our house dog, and she's busy. But I said to Tyler, "I've I've got to bring home my uh, my girl," and I brought her home at nine o'clock, and she was ready to go to bed.
4: Yes, Bones. She's an energetic pup. Yes, she
3: is. Yes, she is. High motor. She uh, she has a high motor.
4: She headbutted me the other day. I was uh, <laughs> trying to do a sit up or two, like maybe I, and uh, all of a sudden the dog just comes barreling in. I hear this noise. I turn head to head. I was seeing stars.
3: Well, Doug Gottlieb was here yesterday in the man cave. We were shooting hoops, and this was right after the show. And then Winnie comes out of her cage. She has her cage. It's right by where Tyler sits, answering phone calls. She comes running out. And then Doug goes, oh, you got a puppy. Boom, gave him a cup check right away. Uh-huh. I have said, oh, I was going to tell you, be careful. She, uh, she'll give you a cup check. All right, we got a poll question, I think, from the first hour. Is that going to bleed over to the second hour, Stephen O'Connor? We have yesterday's big winner, Dan, the Pistons, Rockets,
0: Texas Longhorns, Aaron Judge. Right now, 47% have the Texas Longhorns, which many people have pointed out. Looks like this poll will be the only thing Texas wins for a while. Wow. Wow. Wow.
3: Wow. I have Aaron Judge coming in at 20%, though. That's pretty good. All right. I like what the Pistons are doing. You got a backcourt here. I like Jaden Ivey, maybe more than I should, but I think he's a great two-way player. He's the most athletic player in the draft. And you got Kate Cunningham, you got Ivy. Do you uh, come up with DeAndre Ayton, who is a 2010 guy? And he's only, what, 21 years of age? And then you got a nucleus here. Maybe Detroit has something there. The Knicks don't, because the Knicks drafted Hope last night. Not Hope solo, they drafted Hope. And you know what we say up with Hope, down with Dope. You might include dopes with that hope. When you draft nobody in a draft that it feels like there was depth there, I mean, it feels like a disappointment. If you're a Knicks fan, you're like, all right, who did we get? Nobody? Um, you know, at least when you drafted Obi Toppin, you got a guy, who, and, you know, an energetic, maybe a high-motor guy. I don't know how good he's going to be. But they haven't had an all star. They, you know, they get Kemba Walker and now. They ship him to Detroit. You know, kind of nameless, faceless franchise. Um, that that we it feels like it's living in a different era, a different century. Where you go, nobody cares about the Garden. These players you might play there in college, but it's not like somebody goes, "Man, I can't wait to bring the roars back here." Yeah, Marv. I think people care about
5: the Garden, not the Knicks. (laughs) Like LeBron, Kobe, and Jordan, they came to play at the Garden. They didn't come to play the Knicks. They didn't care who was there.
3: All right. That's fair. Let's go, New York. Big ball. Let's go. Earlier this week, (laughs) extension talks between the Nets and Kyrie stalled. Since then, pretty much everybody uh, appears to be interested or he's interested in pretty much everybody. Uh, Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Heat, Mavericks, 76ers, all listed as preferred destinations you got a contract dispute here and you got leverage and it feels like this is a negotiating ploy. Then you got the Kevin Durant aspect that goes along with this. If Kyrie would say, Hey, sign and trade me, or I'm going to just walk and go take $6 million from the Lakers and play. And then what's KD say? Well, what are you going to build around me now? Because KD has to look around watching Steph Curry, just win a title, win the finals MVP. And say, I gotta get another one of these. I gotta get one on a team that I helped build, not that I joined. And he's 34 years of age. Clock's ticking. There aren't many LeBrons in the league that can still put up 30 at the age of 37. But LeBron may need Kyrie. I mean, that that's the part of this you go, oh. Do I do this? Well, what are his options? He's not going to win a championship with that team that he has now. And he knows that. Although, didn't they sign Scottie Pippen's son? <laughs> it's a summer league contract.
4: Yeah, And right. his Shaq's son, too, I think, signed a Lakers
0: yes. deal.
3: Did? Okay, yeah. Everybody's son getting signed, license. I know. There were a lot of... Drafted. Yeah, his dad played with the Sacramento Kings. And he go, that's right, I remember that. But if you're LeBron, do you go, let's make this work? Uh, I still can't imagine him going to the 76ers where you have James Harden and Kyrie. Now, it'd be fabulous to watch. But Joe Ellen, if, if you're Joel Embiid and you're going, nope, nope. You got Tyrese Maxey. Like, you have a couple of good young players there. You don't need Kyrie. Yeah, more. But And if you're in the NBA, aren't
5: you watching the Timberwolves, the Grizzlies do this? through the draft without having to deal with all this, you know, get this guy, get that guy, and just kind of build and get really good
3: players. So they get Kyrie, and it's not even a guarantee if he plays. I just can't trust him, that's all. I know, great talent, but I just want to know when I show up every day, if I'm a coach, that I know who's there, who's going to play. And if you're not going to play, that we decided that you weren't going to play that day or this week. I I can't trust him, and but he is a wild card because I don't think you can go, well, he'd never do that. Can't do that. But I can't imagine the 76ers going, you know what we need? We need Kyrie. We need more drama. Do you think it ends up with Ben Simmons is the one guy with the Nets when it's all said and done, like Kyrie, KD, they're gone. It's Ben Simmons' team there. Going to build around Ben Simmons, All right. so we'll talk to Frank Isola. He uh, covers the uh, Nets. He'll join us coming up. Also, more on Arch Manning going to Texas, not this year, next year, and uh, maybe they get a I don't know five hundred record. Maybe they have a winning record there. But that's big news. That was really big news there. In case you're wondering. Uh, I relegated Fritzie's limericks to the newsletter. That was that was breaking news yesterday, similar to the news of Arch Manning going to Texas. But I I mentioned that I, I had a talk with Todd, and I said, you know what? Let's let's put the limericks on the newsletter. I, I still want you to write them, and then you could still submit them. But I just want to make sure, like you, I I sent your limericks down to AAA. That's it. You did. And, uh, you know, I might bring him back up. We are doing the Sports Center teases, which I think everybody likes that. But you might be like Crash Davis and Bull Durham. You never get called up.
5: But you're still, there's still hope. Yeah, you're they're going with the hope theme of the he, day.
3: Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he had his. Uh, you know, whatever, a couple of games in the majors and got sent down to the minor leagues in Boulder.
5: And it's not double A or single A or completely no, out of no, baseball. it's triple that's, A. You know, the newsletter that's a strong addition to the show. So if we call it, we're call, we calling it triple A, but it's right there just under the, uh, the Dan Patrick show. Thank you, Todd. It's all under the same umbrella. It's and good.
3: by the way, we wondered that I was going to put them on the newsletter, and I said to Mario, can you track how many people sign up for the newsletter hearing the news that Fritzie's limericks are going to be on the newsletter? I have... The updated number. Yes, Eaton? 78. 78 is your number. Marv, I'm not giving you the over-under. How many new subscribers? doesn't cost you anything. All you do is sign up. Give us your email address. We send you a recap of the show every single day. Do a, I'm very proud of what uh, the backroom guys have done with this. Rob and Mary have done a wonderful job. All right. How many new subscribers? 208. 208. Paulie?
4: I, I swear I was going to say 211. Well, you can. I know, but like, I wasn't going to Marvin to just be over. 2-11. All right. Fritzy. 126. 350
3: new subscribers. That? Whoa. That's real nice. Yeah. Okay, now. 650 decided not oh, that they, they unsubscribe. Why do you got that? Plus minus is still negative yeah, yeah, 600. Yeah. Your plus minus is not, not very good no, right Jason now. It's like Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shot. Yes. Yes, Paul. You, when
4: you unsubscribe or something, they always go, what reason? Yeah. <laughs> Disappointed with her?" other.
3: <laughs> yeah. Todd's Limerick's. Lightning and Avalanche game five coming up tonight. A couple of phone calls in here. Uh, Nick in Oregon leads us off this hour. Hi, Nick. What's on your mind?
6: Hey, Dan. Uh, just wanted to say, I'm originally from Ohio. Live in Oregon now, but um, I do have some friends who follow the Browns. And I would not want Deshaun Watson as my quarterback. Um, and some of them don't want them either. But I imagine some of the fans just want to see him like do well on the field and don't care. And they seem to be ready for a year suspension with the contract they gave him. So ultimately, why does the NFL even plan to suspend him? I, I would think they like don't want him like, in the league, you know, given what what has happened, if, you know, more comes to the But they're kind of preparing for a punishment. So what, I guess, what is their plan? Are they going to punish the team in other ways if they kind of sign people like this going forward? Or is there any sort of thing that they would do to kind of, like, restrict teams from signing players with 24 instances or whatever it may be?
3: I don't know. All I know is the information I got yesterday from a source that the suspension is going to... Started a year and then the negotiation process is going to begin. But I was told that they didn't break, negotiations didn't break down. It's just, it's a year. You got still four more lawsuits pending. And, you know, a story to keep an eye on that has not been reported as much is what role the Texans played and will they be disciplined? Because it felt like they, that was a safe space for him. The Texans provided a safe space for him. Pandemic hit. Then he was on his own, went on Instagram. And then that's when he uh, got himself into further trouble here. What did the Texans know? And when did they know it? Source said that to me, but as far as moving forward a year, maybe more, but uh, if it's appealed, the appeal is heard by the commissioner. That's worth noting. He doesn't. He doesn't decide the initial punishment, but I think they want to have. They want to have a number there. They want to have something that's tangible there, and then say, "All right, this is what it is." Now, let's move one way or another on this because it could be more than a year. But that's, I think, the starting point. Uh, George in L.A. Hi, George. What's on your mind today?
5: Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going, Dan? Hey, bud. First time in a long time. Yeah. Hey, anyways, uh, the Lakers. That's my biggest uh, question here that I have. Uh, As far as Russell Westbrook, I mean, if you're going to get Kyrie Irving, you obviously have to move Russell Westbrook first of that $47 million, but he has the right, doesn't he? Doesn't he have the right to exercise that, which he obviously will? So it's like we're pretty much pretty much stuck with him. Wouldn't you agree?
3: Well, no. You can trade him. You know, people keep bringing up John Wall. Well, John Wall played as much as I did last year. Salaries match up. Houston is paying John Wall to not play. Forty-seven million dollars to not play. But John Wall did average twenty the year before. I you know so you're going to say we don't want Russ understand what's going on behind the scenes you got him you don't want him but you can't do anything about it and Darvin Ham the new coach is not going to badmouth him but what is going on behind the scenes is Doug Gottlieb said yesterday if LeBron moves on from you you're done But he's the one that wanted him. Now you got to figure out how do you move on from him. But Darvin Ham, when he came on the show, he's like, no, no, he's part of our... Okay, Russ doesn't play defense. Darvin Ham said, you know, we want him to be a defensive guy. He doesn't want to play. It just feels like when Russ is out of L.A., they're going to hear stories. What was going on behind the scenes? And the Lakers got themselves in this situation because LeBron wanted him. AD wanted him. How they didn't see him and how he played with Washington or Houston, like that's what's mind-blowing. Buddy healed? I know what I'm getting with Buddy. And this is, whenever LeBron is great or is on a great team, he's got shooters. He's got spot-up shooters. He didn't have that. When LeBron is your shooter, that's not a good shooting team. But that's what I didn't understand. You could get a shooter. They wanted Russell Westbrook. So uh, We'll take a break. Frank Isola uh, will join us coming up. We'll talk about the uh, Nets situation. Kyrie, KD, the Knicks. Uh, Also, we'll check in with uh, those covering the University of Texas with the big news with Arch Manning. Going there to the Longhorns. More phone calls coming up. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Do I have a live uh, read here to mention? Do I uh, do Discover card here, Seton, or do I have M Drive? You've got an M Drive here, Dan. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. Paulie had some M Drive today. Yeah,
4: I whipped up a shake.
3: I like that. I got my, here's my uh, M Drive right here. Got the uh, scoop in there, smoothie, all good stuff. Going yeah. with the
0: chocolate there?
3: Um, I don't, Yeah, that's, yeah, the, uh, the smoothie. I like the chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate's good. It tastes good. And uh, people say, well, you don't need the weight loss bundle. Well, maybe a little bit more like the weight. Keep it off bundle. Okay. Right. Right. Yes,
5: Ton. And ever since Paul started the M drive, he's working out before the show. He's working out after the show. He's working out two, three times over like a seven hour period.
3: Uh, I know you're like, you're Schwarzenegger. Be cheesing. Then I'll give it all right back. Suns out, call. guns out. Yeah. No, no, Sally Schwarzenegger. Oh, I'll yeah, take it. Not Arnold. My
4: favorite flavor is marinara, I think, of theirs.
3: M-Drive weight loss bundle at mdrivedan.com. They <laughs> don't have marinara. No, they don't. Oh. Uh, 10% savings plus free shipping If you don't love it after 60 days, get your money back guaranteed. mdrivedan.com.
2: all in one app with one password. Prime Video, it's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply, Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash
6: amazonprime for details. At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: The compact GLA proves it's not the size of the SUV in the fight, it's the size of the fight in the SUV. Learn more about the nimble and ready-for-anything Mercedes-Benz vehicle at MBUSA.com. More phone calls coming up. How surprised were you that Arch Manning is going to Texas? The thing that I would point out, and I don't know if Steve Sarkeesian is a coach, great head coach. He might be a great number two guy, but he's an offensive-minded guy. And if you look at his track record, if I have Mac Jones, I have Tua. uh, He's developed some quarterbacks ready for the NFL. And if you're looking at a pro style, not going to be gimmicky, And if you're Arch Manning, you want to get ready for the NFL. But I'm guessing that would factor in to his decision to go to Texas. Who is going to be coaching me? And if you look at Steve Sarkeesian, he probably has a pretty good list of quarterbacks that he's helped develop, whether as a head coach or as an offensive coordinator. But uh, we'll uh, have more about this uh, coming up next hour. Frank Isola, the Nets studio host. Maybe he can help us here. He's also uh, one of the contributors to Around the Horden. Pardon the interruption. What were you expecting last night, Frank? Well, first of all, speaking of quarterbacks, yes. last week you had Tom Brady on. Yeah, that's a great get.
7: And now this week you have me. I mean, at this point, you could probably just walk away happy. Tom Brady and me in hmm. back-to-back weeks. Those are two great gets by you, Dan. Outstanding work. That so was a good interview,
3: by the way. Brady, uh, Brady's the warm-up act. To you, is what you're saying, Frank.
7: <laughs> you two dashing, uh, yes, good-looking absolutely. guys. That was that was a good interview. Thank you, sir. Um, who knows what's going to happen with Kyrie? There's always drama, right, Dan? You know, whether he's not playing, whether he is playing, there always seems to be drama surrounding Kyrie Irving. I think the Nets are kind of steadfast in this idea that they only want to give him a, a short-term contract. And how can you blame them? He's, We know the numbers. He's played in 103 games in three years. He's missed 123. The guy just isn't available enough. So, yes, we know all about the gr- the big shot that he hit with Cleveland against Golden State. We're now beyond 6 years of that happening. And what has he done since then? So and he wants he thinks himself as a top 75 player. That's all great. You just haven't played enough for the Brooklyn Nets.
3: All right. It felt like a leverage play when I yep. first heard it. I still feel it's that way, but that hasn't stopped the media with running with the possibilities here. Now Kyrie Kyrie says, "Hey, if you're going to trade me, here's six teams here, then there's the KD portion of this." Separate fact from fiction here.
7: Well, it's interesting. So, you know, Kevin Durant kind of following Draymond Green considers himself new media, and he actually released a podcast just this morning where he kind of addressed the stuff. The problem is, you know, no one, whoever was doing the interview didn't ask him specifically if Kyrie Irving were to leave, would you ask the Nets to be traded? That so new media, old media like you and I would have asked that direct question. That would have been better off. But I don't. The way that he answered the questions and the way that he spoke about it leads me to believe that that Kevin Durant wants Kyrie there, but don't necessarily attach my future to what he might do. So I think this mm. is, come on, Joe Cy, the owner, Sean Marks, the general manager. These ha- these discussions have to take place with Kevin Durant in mind. He's already committed. Here's the thing, Dan. He's already committed four years to this organization. So one of the, I said it before, one of the most underrated stories in the NBA last year was that Kevin Durant signed up for four more years, So if if the Nets can do something, if Kyrie's back, I'm sure Kevin Durant's going to be happy with that. And I think if they can get something for Kyrie Irving, I think Kevin Durant's going to think, let's go, game on, let's play.
3: When it comes to Kyrie, I say never say never, because he's a wild card that I don't know if he just says, hey, you know what, I'm going to go play for the Lakers for $6 million.
7: I know. And the, the other variable there is, Now he's using, I believe it's his uh, former stepmom as his agent. I don't know what kind of experience she has, but a lot of times this is when you do need an experienced agent, whether you know a man or a woman that has connections around the league, where you know if you make one play, his
3: his agent is his former stepmom. Yes, exactly.
7: And here's what, and you remember this, Dan, from years ago. Once you get family members involved, remember with Mark Messier's negotiations with the New York Rangers, he had his dad and his brother negotiating for him. And then all of a sudden, when you know the Rangers are saying certain things, uh, he's getting up there in age, he looks a little slow. They take it personally. They don't take it yeah. as business. So you you always have to factor that in as well. But I think you're absolutely right. If Kyrie would have turned down the $36 million and take $6 million, we would all say, you crazy for doing that. But
3: guess what? He's so unpredictable that it wouldn't be the craziest thing if he did it. But let's look at the teams that he put out there. Let let's just be fair to what has been reported. The team that makes the most sense for Kyrie and makes the most sense for that team is which scenario?
7: Well, I I would say probably the Lakers, just because you have Anthony Davis there, and you do have LeBron, and he's one with LeBron. He needs to go to a team where he's not going to be the best player. He was the best player for a while in Cleveland; they weren't any good. He was the best player before Jason Tatum emerged in Boston. And, you know, they did better without Kyrie than they did with him. So I would say the Lakers, I still think the best situation for him is Brooklyn. Remember, Joe Harris is going to be coming back. That's a great shooter. Ben Simmons, I don't know what to expect out of him, but he is talented. Let's face it, he can, he can defend, he could rebound. I still think that's the best place for him. One of the teams that you have to laugh, he throws the Philadelphia 76ers in there. We all know that he and James Harden had a big time falling out. It's almost Kyrie's way of trying to <laughs> spin the story. See, I want to go to Philadelphia. But you guys are all saying that I didn't get along with James Harden. Come on now. We all know they didn't get along with James Harden. But it all makes sense. He spends a lot of time in L.A. She got the two L.A. teams. Philly's close to West Orange, New Jersey, where he lives. Obviously, the Knicks are close. And then you have, you know, Dallas with Mark Cuban with deep pockets. And then everybody wants to go to Miami. So all the teams make sense from that standpoint. All right. Recap
3: what the Knicks did.
7: Well, the, the Knicks... Did a lot of maneuvering, a lot of future picks. You know, it's funny, when Oklahoma City collects picks, everyone is saying, wow, look how smart they are. When the Knicks do it, I think, because people are judging it on their past, thinking somehow they'll screw it up. To me, it's clear that they're trying to get money here to sign Jalen Brunson. And we all know the relationship. Leon Rose, the GM of the president of the Knicks, represented Jalen. Leon's son now represented. Rick Brunson is Jalen's dad. The Knicks just hired Rick Brunson, Tom Thibodeau knows Jalen Brunson. So it's all somehow connected. Mm. And I don't know how the Dallas is never going to be able to prove tampering because somehow they're all, they're all related to Jalen somehow. But I think they're doing this to clear space. The one thing is, if you could have drafted a player, a point guard, you're getting him on a rookie deal. Now you're going to be giving upwards of you know $20-plus plus million to a player who I think is good. The kid wins. He's a leader. He's tough. He's strong. He's gotten better every year. I don't think it's the worst thing that the Knicks did.
3: You tweeted out this morning at 8:46 or was that last no last night the last Knicks aren't Knicks aren't giving up on produced Jaden Ivy. Yeah. Maybe difficult to pull off but it ain't over yet. Yeah. Where do we stand this morning at 10:31 yeah, Eastern? Well,
7: it it's over now and that's what they were hoping to do was where they were going to draft they were going to try to move players around to try to get down to Jaden Ivy and that's the thing if they had drafted him if they, had, they were able to move down and get him then this whole thing about getting Jalen Brunson, it would still be in play, but not to the degree that it is now, because when you don't draft anybody and you were a lottery team last year, you have to be making some big moves. Well, we know how it works, Dan. I mean, come on. They they have to believe that they have a really strong chance of getting Jalen Brunson. Why else would they be doing all this?
3: You're right about, you know, the Knicks are stockpiling draft picks, Oklahoma City. I But I have more confidence in Oklahoma exactly. City because Sam Presti, they, there's a better history there. That's right. The Knicks might be doing it, but it's, another, it's one thing to have draft picks. It's another thing, what do you do with the draft picks? Cleveland right. had draft picks for years, and they were yeah. horrible at drafting. Yeah, and, and or the Sam Browns. Pres- the other Browns. Yeah. And Sam Presti's done a brilliant job, I mean –
7: you know, he drafted three MVPs, you know, Kevin Durant, you know, and I could have drafted him. I get that. But James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Serge Ibaka, the kid, uh, Josh Giddy that they have now. But remember this, too, when you have all those draft picks, you can then attach draft picks with players. So, for example, let's say there was a team out there that might be willing to take Julius Randle and you add in a draft pick. Maybe you could take a good player back when good players become available. A lot of, t- a lot of times teams are saying, well, we're going to rebuild. What do you have? Well, now the Knicks have all these draft picks to offer again. I don't. I don't think it's the worst thing to have that many assets like they have right now.
3: Which team had the best night last night?
7: I think Oklahoma City definitely did. And I think Detroit, I give them a lot of credit. Troy Weaver, you know, you could tell that they're building towards something. I think Cade Cunningham, who began the season kind of injured toward the end of the season, a lot of people thought he should be rookie of the year. I did because he didn't play enough games. But, you know, they are aiding J, uh, Jaden Ivy, So I think Detroit looks like a team that's, uh, that's starting to come up a little bit.
3: Yeah, I agree. I, I love the Ivy pick. I've said it probably five times this morning, so I'm probably overrating him. But if you get DeAndre Ayton, you know, maybe you start, you got a young team there and, uh, you know, it's tough sledding in the East. But I I like what Detroit is at least trying to do. Yeah. Feels like they have a, a game, a game plan.
7: I, I completely agree when you're rebuilding that, going about it the right way. Another team, you know, Patrick Baldwin Jr. was a kid that was coming out of high school in the Chicago area. His dad at the time was an assistant coach at Northwestern. He was one of the top recruits in the country. He was injured, did not play that well his first year at Milwaukee playing for his father. And then he goes to Golden State. If you're a young player, that you know, that didn't have the greatest freshman year for whatever reason. And you end up in a situation like that, great environment, great culture, you get to play with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green, you're gonna learn how to be a pro right away. I actually think the Warriors, considering where they picked and the fact that they're the champions,
3: I actually thought that was a pretty
7: interesting pick by them.
3: You know, the, the Warriors were such a great story this year, but then the way they acted after they won the championship like this us against the world and like like they became Dislikable. Yeah. Well, Dan, come on. You, you've you been doing this forever. Every
7: time a team wins, it doesn't matter which team it is. You always get players in the locker room that say only the guys in this locker room thought we can do that. <laughs> oh, no, that's not really true. A lot of people thought that you guys could win. I was a little surprised. I think that's where we are today with social media and so many television shows and radio programs like yourself. I'm surprised at how much the players do pay attention to this stuff. Even a guy like Steph Curry. I was on the court after the game. His dad mentioned how the idea that he hadn't ever won a Finals MVP was wearing on him. Then when we were when we were covering the Finals in the 90s, we never went into an NBA Finals thinking, I wonder who might win Finals MVP. Now it's something that we actually talk about before the Finals even began. Of course, in the 90s, we all knew that Michael Jordan was going to win it anyway. <laughs> that's besides the point. But it's these things like, I, like, did Steph Curry need to win a Finals MVP to validate his career? I never thought that, but clearly he did. Because he And then after the game, he brought up how people said that he was never going to win. I was kind of surprised that a team like that, that's um, accomplished so much, is so worried about what people in the media are saying. This is our job to talk about it.
3: Yeah, I wonder if the uh, MVP in the finals is an overrated award from the standpoint of you can have two bad games or you might have three really good games. Um, and, you know... KD, does KD win the finals MVP without having Steph Curry there? Yeah. Um, Andre Iguodala won the MVP, guarding LeBron, and LeBron averaged almost a triple-double, which I still don't understand how Steph didn't win it that year. That's why it's like, it's kind of tricky. Cedric yeah. Maxwell won it for the Celtics, you know, one year. Uh, yeah. Like it, well, it, you just have it, these these outliers.
7: Yeah. And I think really what you're trying to say is it's a bunch of knuckleheads in the media voting for it. So it's 11 people. It's a subjective award, number one. And if you go go back and look. wait,
3: it's only 11 people.
7: Yeah. So this way, it's an odd number. This way, it can end up tied. Now, the, the most recent ones have been 11 people voting for it. Do you vote? You know, I haven't had a vote finals vote in a long time. I think the last time I had a finals vote, I wrote the words Michael <laughs> Jordan, which was which was kind of
3: easy. But, you know, wait, um, you got you... stripped to the honor of voting for the what? Ha- wow.
7: Yeah, it's not fair. It's just not fair? Are you okay? I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm not one of the chosen. And I was at the game, too. Now, they, they would have had to look to find me because the seating in Boston. It's not like the old days, Dan. We were basically right on the court. We were all the way up in the rafters. Wasn't a bad seat, though. You could see a lot. One thing about Curry, go look up his games. The last three games of that series. Look at the numbers he put up. It's almost as if Iguodala had a huge last game. And it's almost like they're basing it on game six, as opposed to all the games
3: leading up to that. Maybe that's why you don't vote anymore, because you bring up interesting. I put too much thought into it. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I remember when um, I, you know, I voted for the MVP, I voted for all the awards. But um, I remember voting for Jordan uh, the year Barkley won. I voted for Jordan when uh, Karl Malone won. Yeah. And so you would hear from like a columnist would say from the Deseret News, be like, uh, we want to get your thoughts on why you didn't vote for Carl Malone. I go, well, the most valuable player in the NBA is Michael Jordan, <laughs> exactly. no matter what. And he he's going to win a championship. Well, yeah. you can't vote on what you think he's going to do. I go, well, I'm going to. Michael yeah. is the most valuable player. Like LeBron has been the most valuable player to the league with That's everything right. that happens. And I said, I'm sorry, I'm voting for Michael Jordan. It becomes voter fatigue, really, a little yes, bit. And
7: also, it, it became, for Carl Malone, a bit of a lifetime achievement award. What I love now, voting for the awards, and this year I voted for all of them, for Defensive Player of the Year. Bam at a bio, you know, comes from the culture in Miami. He said, I should have won the award. He played 56 games. We never used to even consider someone for an award unless they played minimum 65. He played 56 games and thought he should have been the defensive player of the year. Draymond Green played in the 40s, and he thought he should have been first team all defense. Mm, yeah. It's bizarre how guys don't think you should have to participate. Like I said, the NBA should be
3: the one sport that gives out participation trophies because not enough guys participate. Well, I said to the commissioner a couple of weeks ago, you got to have a number here. You got to have minutes played or games Games played, hundred percent to get to to qualify for these awards. Uh, I'll give
7: you—you'll love this stat. So, Mikhail Bridges led the NBA in total minutes played. All right, if this were nineteen years ago, he would have finished thirty seventh in minutes played. Thirty-nine year old Michael Jordan, or as maybe thirty-nine year old Carmelone, forty-year-old Michael Jordan played more minutes that year in two thousand and two. I guess that is or <laughs> two thousand and one. Then Mikkel Bridges, the leader in minutes played, played this year in the NBA. Think we, about it. We should do a podcast. Get off my lawn, Just <laughs> you and me. I'm up for it. Will Tom Brady join us every, every, once in a while? Probably, may, he'll probably turn it
3: down when he hears that. Maybe. Well, that's 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 true. I'm a big uh, Brady guy. Frank, thanks for joining us this all. All right, Dan, thanks a lot. Yeah, looking great. Frank, I saw. Yeah, Frank lost his vote. <sighs> like I lost my vote when I left the mothership. I don't get to vote on the NBA awards. Frank covers the NBA and he lost his vote for the finals MVP. That one, that one's got to hurt. One of 11 people? That one hurts a little bit. All right, let me take a break. I got some phone calls to get to. Also, uh, an update from Woj on James Harden. I have that for you right after this.
2: all in one app with one password. Prime Video, it's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply, Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazonprime for
6: details. At bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Stat of the Day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Last week, it was reported James Harden was expected to re-sign with the 76ers a short-term extension Well, today, this morning, Adrian Wojnarowski indicated that he still believes that that's going to be the case. James Harden said he intended to exercise his $47 million option to stay in Philly next season and that he would apparently sign a shorter contract there. Is that something that Kyrie Irving will do? I'd like to ask James Harden, hey, what do you think if Kyrie came to the 76ers? There's no way that Kyrie would want to go. Joe Ellen Bede's not going to want that. It's like, oh, i got to share the ball with James Harden. Now i got to share it with Kyrie. We heard from Tom Brady. It was a surprise yesterday. Paulie did. And, um, Paulie, would you recap your conversation? Well, hey. not a conversation. It was a, a Twitter
4: reply. The preface is we had Tom Brady on the show last week for the first time in, I think, 10 years. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tommy, as I call him now, oh, um, he said, happy national, this is on Twitter, okay. happy National Hydration Day, or as my comically large water bottle and I say, it's Tuesday. And it was a TB12 water bottle that had to be three feet tall next to a football. <laughs> and I gave a little dad joke, I go, your water bottle has an undertow. Okay, all right. Serviceable at best. Yeah. But Tommy liked that kind of humor and said, don't fight it, Paul swim parallel to the shore, and definitely add electrolytes. So he called you Paul. My good friends call me Paul. Paul oh. is my sh- like show name. Oh.
3: So I've known you for 20 years, and I've been calling you Paulie for 20 years. <laughs> huh? It's kind of the show thing. Oh, it's a show thing. I call him Tommy now.
4: Okay. All right. Tommy, That's give me a p- swim parallel to the shore, a if, little undertow advice.
3: But if he would have called you Paulie, then it would have been really important, because then he would have said, oh, I'm Paul- uh, Paulie from the show right now. You're just Paul.
4: I could be just some random guy who made a pithy yeah. joke
3: Yes, yeah, now Now is this Tom Brady
0: himself replying or is this his
4: social Ooh. media team? Don't don't Ooh. don't kill my buzz
0: That's just the jealousy coming out. You know <laughs> Seton, Seaton loves him some time. Why, why don't I tweet at Tom Brady? Hey
3: Tom. Damn it. Tom You should be tweeting back to me. He would say hey Seaman." <laughs> Even if he did that that would be awesome. Uh, he'd be like, hey, Seaman, uh, what about Fritzy's limericks? Why are they on the newsletter now? I still have a big problem with, I thought Paul's line was way better, and Paul got like 37 likes, 30, yeah, 30 and many. Tom,
0: just for replying, got like a 1,000 or something. Yeah, that's
3: garbage. I know. But that's where, if you're around somebody who's funny, and no matter what they say, people <laughs> laugh. <laughs> because there are times you're around these comedians, And you might say something funnier than they do, but you're not going to get the same response. And I think that's what it was with Paul. Yeah, Paul.
4: Speaking of comedians, do you think comedians only like hanging out with other comedians because then there's less pressure to do that? Because if you're like David Spade or someone like that, you're just out in the public, people expect you to be on the whole time, like at a bar or restaurant. That's got to be really tough as a comedian.
3: Yeah, but when I hang out with other sportscasters, you kind of want to prove... You know, your angle, your opinion, your thought is at a higher level than them? I I don't know. Feels like you would want to be competing. Yes, Todd?
5: I would know nothing personally about it. That's but true. if you were a comedian, I would, I would want to be challenged with other very bright, clever, you know, quick comedians as opposed to just being in a room where people may or may not be a little funny once in a while. It keeps you on your game when everybody around you is so witty all the time.
0: Seton? But I've been around I say like one time I was watching a stand-up comic and there were other stand-up comics around the area along with the whole crowd and the stand-up comics laughed at every single thing mm. the person on stage said. Mm. I think that there's a little bit of like a we're all in this together kind of thing yeah. with stand-up comics. Okay. No, they only they know what it's like to go on there and kill. Only they know what it's like to go on there and bomb. So they're just kind of always supportive.
3: James in New Jersey joins us. Good morning, James. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dan.
5: Listen, you have to go for the movie. First, it's a slap at the sports Emmy people when you win the Oscar. I'm lining up the cast and everything. Blue? Okay. Warren Buffett, $100 million for the budget. Sandman directs. Will Ferrell and Jim Parsons, exec producers. Ohio, A-lister heartthrob, George Clooney plays you. Hmm. Fritzie, Burt Young. Hmm. Seaton, Man of the People, Voluminous Music Knowledge, Bruce Springsteen. Pauly, Normal on the Surface, Homicidal Maniac underneath, <laughs> Christopher Walken. And finally, Marvin, Will Smith, because if he tries to slap someone with those small hands, he'll miss.
3: Wow. wow. Thank you, James. Yeah, we had somebody who asked me if I ever thought about making a movie about my life leaving
0: ESPN. Yes, I think you should lock up James as a producer right now. Yeah, get him right, in, get him started on the script because yeah. that was a solid breakdown. Yeah, yeah, Paul.
4: Someone on the Twitter said the cast of uh, if we did a show about us, um, John Favreau would play Fritzy. Okay. Now they're going for like more of a real um, cast here. Okay. Um, Neil Patrick Harris as Seton. I could see it. Funny guy. Yeah, I could see it. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya, I think that's how you pronounce his name, the actor from Get Out, would play Marvin. Ooh, good actor, big time mm-hmm. actor. Yeah, yeah. Woody yeah. Harrelson is me. Makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. The hairline's already set. Yeah, Woodrow. Uh, Tom Hanks is you, Dan. Tom Hanks. That movie's getting made with the, that star power. I like that. And then uh, there's a McLovin flashback or cameo. John mm-hmm. Oliver.
3: John Oliver plays right. McLovin. I can see that. All right. Imagine
0: if we made the movie and left Andrew out completely. That'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, is
3: Sandra Bullock my love interest? Oh, who would she play? <laughs> she play my wife. Okay. Yeah, Sandy, Sandy Bullock. Yes, Todd.
5: That's quite the budget. Some of those names we just mentioned.
3: Well, they're going to probably do it for scale. They just want to be nice. That'd this, be is, nice this is a movie that needs to be made it's that, for the work. Yes, that's what they're going to say. This,
0: this movie needs to be made. And hey. when you're giving the speech uh, for winning the Oscar, I just want to thank you
4: for having the courage yes. to make this. Oh. The winner is John Favreau who played Fritzy. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, nice. yeah. The guy from Swingers. He, he, he did it. Yeah. you so money and you don't even know it. Yeah. Uh
3: <laughs> Brandy in Iowa. Hi Brandy. What's on your mind?
5: Yes. Hello, Mr. Patrick. Hi Brandy. A little additional insight uh due to the recent uh relegation news yesterday. Not sure if the backroom guys can track this because you're talking about new subscriber, unsubscriber. But unfortunately, with the recent news of your relegation yesterday, I, too, have had to make the hard management decision to relegate the newsletter from my primary inbox to my spam folder. Wow. With the option that if it improves, we can move it back up.
3: Okay, fair enough, Brandy. Brandy. All right. Hurtful, but honest. What are you going to do with that? The newsletter is free. Turn down something free. (laughs) Yes. He doesn't want to be bothered by our newsletter.
5: So from his primary inbox I know. to spam.
3: 350 new subscribers to go. the newsletter. The public be- has spoken. I don't know this guy. Because of you. Absolutely. We don't need Brandy. We don't. How about I put him in my spam folder? There you go.
5: Relegate him to yeah. not calling anymore. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that. Texas football back, question mark? Not the Texans. The Longhorns. Final hour coming up. One more item as we close out hour two, and from head to toe, I'm decked out in link Soul. Got my hoodie on. I've got these pants on that are kind of like warm-up pants, but they can be golf pants. I could wear them to dinner if I wanted to. I don't know what the name of it is. But, Paulie, do you have an idea what these pants are called? Yeah, I think they're called Awesome Pants. Awesome Pants. Yep. <laughs> you might have to check. Check that. Yeah. Uh, Link Soul. Link Soul has everything you need. You want a great polo shirt. Uh, maybe you're going to dinner. You want a long sleeve shirt. The bamboo pant is the right combination for you. Boardwalker shorts. I can't get them off, Fritzy. Well, I'm not trying to get him off. I mean, he's long. You always... did make one attempt to I... <laughs> so... talk Sorry. Link Soul has something for everybody styles, colors. You're ready to go for the summer. Be prepared for people to go, you look awesome. LinkSoul.com, L I N K S O U L.com. Get 15% off and free shipping with your first order.
6: Terms and conditions apply.
3: From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicles all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. The choice is yours. Learn more: mbusa.com/slash-eq.
0: with your amex card entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select campus events while supplies last make every tap
2: music to your ears
5: tired of restless nights at lisa we know good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health